everybody. Welcome to the Hamilcast. Hello. Welcome back. I am Jillian. And Bianca. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> We're sitting like closer to each other than we normally do. We're just going to keep progressively getting closer to each other. <laughs> well, we have... I'm really excited. I feel like I'm going to say that every... Every time. Episode. But I feel like... You know how late night people are always like, we have a great show for you today. And you wish they'd, they'd change it up a little bit. But because I get it because that's how I feel every single time. I'm just time. always like, really, Jimmy Fallon? Are you that excited yeah. every single night? Really, Colbert? You have the greatest show. But I <laughs> get how they're feeling because... Because we have a great show. We have a great show for you tonight, everybody. We have, um, you know her from Hamilton Squad, the Hamilton Squad uh, memes and and Twitter, Twitter and, and Instagram. Hollis. Hi, Hollis. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you. you I mean, hi. I, I'm, I feel like nervous that you're here. Oh, God. Please don't. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so, so much for agreeing to be on our little podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I really, I'm sorry I was like kind of hard to get a hold of. I'm like terrible about responding to people about things. No, you're incredibly cool and awesome. So I completely get, I apologize for following up as often as I did. No, I'm glad you did. I'm like really excited about this. This is. I like how honest this podcast is (laughs) just right from the get go. There's no, there's no bullshit here on the the Hamilcast. (laughs) So, Hollis, you're in L.A., right? I am. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm going to – I have a beer here. Is it okay if I drink that? Yes, of yeah. course. We, well, yeah. cheers. we normally drink beer, but we'll cheers to you. We have some cheers. tropical drinks today because it is hot as heck in New York City it's, for March. Not then, okay. What is it, what's it like there right now? It is like It was like 75 degrees today. And super and super muggy. It feels super like muggy. the Caribbean. It's incredibly stressful, so we're having some, some Caribbean-inspired drinks. Yeah, some Jamaican rum. Um, but we, and I, I said, I was like, yeah, maybe we should have done the rum when we were reading Chernow's earlier chapters, but Bianca made a good point because it feels like a hurricane is about to hit. It is muggy (laughs) and sweaty. I had my air conditioner on. It's really confusing. I don't even. hotter there than it is here right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did that because we have to have, I need to like shut all the windows when we do the podcast because I'm super classy when we do the podcast in my living room. And New York is very loud. (laughs) New York is very loud. So yeah. But anyway, let's can we just get right into it, Hollis? Because yeah, let's do it. We I'm have sorry. I'm like I had something made noise over here. Is it okay. Lynn? Yeah, no, I'm good. Let's do is, it. Is Lynn texting you? Is it Lynn? <laughs> no, no, he's not texting. Me. He's, oh, he texted you yesterday. <laughs> that, no, I only have. I won't say who. I only have one cast member's phone number. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't blow. I won't blow up their spot. No, don't, 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 do don't, 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 don't. We're not about that. We're not about that life. Yeah, no, no. it's cool. And this person is super nice, and we text like every once in a while. So, so it so. could cool. be anybody because they're all amazing. They're all awesome. But yeah, no, we can get right into it. Let's do it. Okay, so how did you find out about the show? I guess I'm not. I don't think LA is a different planet. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> because for New York based, the show Ham, Ham is so New York. Broadway, the public theater. How did it get your attention all the way across the country? So I was a. Um, musical theater creative writing major so like I've always like you know kind of had my finger on the pulse of like Broadway and things like that and uh so I was familiar with In the Heights obviously right I think everyone kind of was and um we even had my my brother used to live in New York and uh, my mom and little sister went there and they saw In the Heights and so we had like we had like In the Heights cups in our like cabinets for a really long time but anyways um so I've always been a really big fan of Lynn And then he did the White House dinner where he raps, you know, Alexander Hamilton. And so, um, saw that, had a friend show it to me and I was like, oh shit, like 
this is this is for real. And so um, I basically just waited with bated breath for like anything I could get here in LA. Um, obviously, I knew I couldn't see it in the public, but uh, just I wasn't in New York at the time. And so I just kind of waited and waited and waited. And I am terrible. It might seem like I'm good at it. I'm terrible at internetting. Like, so finding like bootlegs or like things before they were released like I'm so bad at it that I don't like pirating or whatever I won't do it I'm like I don't even know how to I'd be the person who'd like get arrested they'd like come to my house and be like oh that bootlegged version of status <laughs> and you'd be like yes it totally to was but that was what I was saying last week when we, we talked about bootlegs briefly um uh, about all the, the nonsense that's going on and I'm like I honestly wouldn't even know how to nope. do this, if don't even know where to no, begin. No idea. No Not clue. even know where to begin. <laughs> Safe yeah. with me because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. the names of sites, but sometimes they make me nervous because I don't know. Do they know my IP address? Right. I don't know. Who right. knows what? Little... Like I, I know some things, but I, I I know some information. I could probably get there, but then when it comes to doing it. I'd probably, like, my computer would explode or something. Exactly. I'm too paranoid to deal with that. I was on Tumblr, and they were, um, some Tumblr user was releasing, like, all these recordings from the public. Whoa. And I was, like, like, real, uh, like, moral dilemma. Totally. Because I was, like, shit, I know Lynn is, like, so against this. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, uh And I was, like, but I've never heard congratulations. So I listened to congratulations, like, once or twice. And I was, like, well. Here's the thing. I won't. Maybe I won't reblog it. I was like, I won't. I won't continue the spread of <laughs> right. it. But anyways, um. So, anyways, so <laughs> I just, I just kind of had to wait for like anything that was like legally released for mm-hmm. me. And so, you know, they did like the clips, and then they did, um, and then I knew when the soundtrack was coming out, and I was like so freaking jazzed. And then NPR released it. Remember when NPR yeah. dropped it? Right the day early and I woke up that morning and my friend had posted on my wall and texted me and I'm pretty I, I, I think I woke up and like genuinely screamed <laughs> like I woke up and I was like oh my god and I like immediately just that's all I did I just like pressed play and just like and I was like I had to like plug, figure out how to like plug it into my car and like I, it was great and so um so did that and then the soundtrack was released and so then once that happened you know kind of like all bets were off and then, do you want me to, like, tell the whole story? I feel bad. I feel like no, no, no. Yeah. But, I mean, so, uh, obviously, you've already, you were invested before it even happened. So, because you're, yeah. you're involved yeah. in musical theater. Yeah. I you was know, like, I was, you know I've what's always, up. I've really just respected Lynn and everything he stood for. Like, I'm a, as you guys can see, but the viewers maybe can't or don't know, I'm a little person. And um, I'm trying to be an actress here in L.A. So, like, Lynn, with his whole, like, diversity and how passionate he is about diversity, like, that really speaks to me. I just really respect him. Of course, artist. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I've been like waiting and knowing about this for a while. So that, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that blog that you wrote was super, super moving about what it, what the show meant to you and how you related to it. I, it was awesome. So amazing. You were reading it. Of course. I'm like, like, I am a fan. I'm Um, a fan of yours. What are you talking about? I read everything. I say that like, I don't think many people read it. Like knowing in my mind, I'm like, Landry blogged it, Debbie Eber blogged it. Like I'm so fortunate, but I'm (laughs) Um, So they had all the promo images out and I was like looking at them one day and I was like, God, it would be really funny if I posted, there's one of all four of the guys. So it's Lynn, Oak, David, and Anthony as Lafayette, Mulligan, Hamilton, and um, Lawrence. 
and like they were like they looked like they were like dancing and having a good time and I was like god this would be really funny to like be like oh when you roast a friend in group chat and your other friends dress up like patriots to celebrate because <laughs> that happens all the time yeah. yeah right obviously very everyone can relate and so I um so I posted that on Instagram then I tagged my friends and I was like this one so-and-so this one so-and-so this one so-and-so like I was obviously Hamilton and then um and I was like god this is like I was like I think this is funny. I'm going to see if it can, like, has likes anywhere else. So I posted it to Tumblr. And then, after I posted it to Tumblr, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do all the promotional images. Like, that would just be really funny. So I did a bunch of them with all of the promotional images. And the one of, um, it's Renee looking at Leslie. It's during, like, Skylar Sisters and, like, Jasmine and Pippa are in the back. And, um, I wrote, like, when your girl is talking to a fuckboy at a bar and you are so done. <laughs> so I posted that to Tumblr, and that got, like, within, like, 24 hours, it got, like, 700 notes. Whoa. And I was like, the frick just happened. I don't know how much I'm allowed to swear. But, um, I was like, well, okay. And so I was like, I'm going to post these to Twitter, but I'm not going to do them in my own account. So I was like, I'll start a new Twitter account, I guess. So I just, like, did it. And then I would, I went initially, and I posted, like, two or three initially, and I went and I found, I went to Lynn's profile, found the people that were tweeting him a lot, mm -hmm. like, I'd look at his replies, and I'd find these, like, kind of, like, super fans, and ask, were asking questions, and I followed them, and then they would look, and, of course, Hamilton squads in the title, so like, who's this, so they would look and follow, and look at me, and then a lot of them followed me back, and then retweets, and, like, kind of one thing led to another, and then it just kind of... It's a whole snowball effect. It is. Quite crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's taken a while, though. I mean, I started in, I started late September. So it's taken like a few months, but. But I love that it started as something that was just fun for you and a few friends. And then it now became, and yeah. it ended up with you backstage at the show. Is that twice? Twice. Yeah, yeah. So, twice. so let awesome. me just ask you how that, there was a lottery involved. You won the lottery? No. Okay. So the first time I saw the show, I was in New York. Um, I had been cast in this off-Broadway show called The Lilliput Troop. And so I was going to go to go and live in New York for like six weeks. And this is like, I think at the time Hamilton squad was up to like 3000 and it was enough that like they, they knew the cast knew who I was. Like, I think by that time, like Oak was following, Anthony was following, Khabib was following, like they had taken notice already. And so I was like, well, I have to see this show. I was like, I'm going to, how, like I live in LA, but I'll be in New York for six weeks. Like, no, I'm seeing it. Right. Yeah. Oh my so, God. Um, two weeks after I got there. Lynn was, Lynn had been sick. I don't know if you guys remember the fall. Lynn was sick yeah. for like a really long time. And right. it was like really bad. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not buying a ticket until I know for sure that he'll be there. Cause like I'm Javier, I haven't seen him. I'm sure he's wonderful, but I'm like, this might be the only chance I have to see him. I'm going to wait till on. And so, um, one day he was like, okay, I'm back. And I was like, great. And I, but I had rehearsals like every night. And the only night we didn't have an evening rehearsal, and I'm sure I could have gotten out of it, but whatever. Um, the only night we didn't have an evening, evening rehearsal was Halloween. So I went on StubHub and paid, I, I will, I, only like four people know how much I paid. You don't have to say it. I will not say. I paid a stupid amount of money. Like, like enough that, like, I can't, I can't figure out a way to convey it to people, but a stupid amount. So I, because I was like, I have to guarantee that I'll see it. So. I'm sorry, these stories are so long. Um, no, you're so, answering all of our questions. This is great. This is the easiest podcast I've ever done. We're sitting here with bated breath, like, oh, what, what's next? We're so excited. So, like, two days before the show, I 
can, I'm not going to say how, um, I reconnected, I connected with Oak. I won't say how, like, I don't want to blow up the spot. That's okay. Um, connected with Oak and I was like, Hey, I'm coming to see the show, uh, on Saturday. Can't wait. That's all I said. I was just like, I'm not going to expect anything. Like I just, whatever. And he like wrote me back and he's like, Oh my God. He's like, we love you. And he's like, you have to come backstage. And I was like, oh. Okay, Oak. Sure, I will take that yeah. invitation. Yeah, what? exactly. And I was kind of like, um, I remember I was like, okay, how do I do that? Sure, that sounds good. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to just be like, sounds great. And then, like, I'm just sitting in the Richard Rogers, like, um, okay. Does so, someone come pick me up yeah, from the orchestra? Um, yeah, I'm here, I'm, I'm here to meet Oak. Yeah, everyone's yeah. here to meet <laughs> Oak, <laughs> lady. Like, they want me back. So Move aside. No, go away. Um, and so he was like, I'll put your name on the list. Like, let me know when you're here. I was like, okay. Like, it's a club? It's like, on the, like, obviously. the list? Yeah, like, literally, like, on the list. That's and, amazing. um, so what was really good about that, though, is, uh, so, well, I watched the show. It's, you know, the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm dying the entire time. But I am so nervous knowing that, like, after these two hours and 45 minutes, like, I'm going to beat all of them. And so, um... So it actually really helped because the first time I didn't, the first time I saw it, I cried, but no, I was able to like control myself so hard that no tears actually fell out of my eyes. <laughs> like it was just like a wet sheet had just like fallen over my eyes and it just stayed there because I was like, Hollis, you mess up your makeup. I right. swear to God. And so I was like sitting there and just like very like an old like Southern woman. Like just gently dabbing. <laughs> I was going to say, eyes. you should teach lessons because that would really come in handy on how to cry without messing up your makeup. That's. Yeah. Yeah. And, just, and so I was like, and so then, um, and then like, of course I had a couple friends next to me. They're like, don't get so nervous about going backstage that you don't enjoy the show. And right. I was like, no, of course not. And then he said, and then my friend said something really nice that actually was like really good to put it in perspective. And he goes, remember someone could be there who is way more famous than you. And he's like, so when you go backstage, like, don't expect anything. Right. And I was like, that's a really good way to put it because, yeah, like, Obama has seen this. Right. And, like, Reese Witherspoon. And, like, you know, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, my dumbass is just going to be like, hey, I run a Twitter. <laughs> and so, um, and so, yeah, so I, like, and luckily, Oak texted me uh, right after, right when the show ended. And he was like, don't be shy. Like, come to the stage door. And that I'm is like, so sweet. Guy. That is so badass and yeah. awesome and nice. It's so nice. He's the nicest person. And so, um, well, they're all so, like, I, they're all so nice. And so then went backstage, and he brought me on stage, and um, it's, it sounds so braggy. And, like, I, I, like, share these stories for my, like, friends and family. But, um, and so. We want to know. We, yeah. I mean, don't, no, don't hold back, please. <laughs> and so what was really cool is, like, Oak had clearly told them all, like, I was coming. And, um, and so they all, like, they were all, like, they'd all, like, look at Oak and then look at me and be like, is that her? And he was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, my God. And so that's when I was able to meet, uh, I met Anthony Jasmine. Anthony was, like, I almost didn't meet Anthony. Uh, he and Jasmine were, like, leaving. But everyone, like, while I was backstage, everyone who was meeting me, everyone's like, find Anthony. He's going to be so pissed if he doesn't meet her. Somebody find him. Like, <laughs> what? They're like, seriously, he's so excited. And so, like, I heard, I was, like, just standing on stage, and I just heard this, like, thunderous running. And then, like, Anthony came out of the side wing. And he was like, oh, my God. He was like, I was so hyped, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten pretty good at my Anthony impression. But, um, and so, yeah, 
yeah, so I met Anthony and Jazz, and they were so nice. And then I met Leslie, who is, like, just, like, an angel. Like, I, but, yes, but I was an just going to say angel. I was yeah. just going to say, do you see his wings at first? Like, are uh, they... Honestly, honestly, he is, like, the sweetest, kindest person. Um, Matt Lynn, obviously, which was, like, and I, like, tried to play it super cool because I was talking to Ephraim and Sasha, uh, to the ensemble members who are so nice. I like love Ephraim and Sasha. I tell everybody I meet. I'm like, they t- they like calmed my nerves down because it was like Halloween and I was like sitting there so I was super nervous. And um, they're like, nah. And then I'm like, and they're, they're like, you have to play into Ephraim. I was like, no, honestly, probably I'll just go home and sleep. And they're like, you need to. Ephraim's like, Netflix. And I was like, yes. So we just like talked about Netflix and like H&M. And then Lynn was like off to the side and Ephraim goes, oh, you met Lynn yet? And I tried to play it super cool. And I was like, Nah, is he is he over there? Oh, I didn't even that... notice. Was is he here? Oh, I, I didn't him? see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, and they're like, "Do you want to meet him?" I was like, "He seems like you know, he's talking to people. Like, it's whatever." And then everyone goes, "He wants to meet you." And I was like, "Well, then yes, go then please. yes." And so, um, so Ephraim introduced Lynn and I, and that was just like amazing. And I was able to like thank him for everything, and so that was super cool. And then the second time I saw the show. I uh, just went to New York just for fun. Um, I just booked a flight. And I, I have a ton of friends there, and I've long debated making the move from LA to New York. And um, and so my first night there, I was like randomly with uh, this girl I met through Twitter. We were grabbing dinner, and then uh, her name's Connie. She listens. Hi, Connie. Hey, um, Connie. And then my friend Kathleen, who because my cat, I keep like I've known her since she was like in eighth grade so I keep calling her Kathleen the cat so cat um who and I hate like cat's won the lottery a couple times I won't say how many but she's won a couple times she's won so, so many times that you don't um, want to say how many times she's won <laughs> that's how many times like I won't say I don't want to feel like death threats what or, I'm so curious so but skills. I get it I, I understand if she doesn't that is it's a weird like it's a weird freak thing like she just like I don't know so anyways so Kathleen, Kat was supposed to be working, and uh, Connie and I were like, well, let's just go check out the lottery. Like, whatever, we'll just go see. And so then Kat texts me, and she's like, I just got out of work. I'm like, come to the Richard Rogers. Like, we're doing the lottery. And she's like, okay, great. So she comes. We, like, fill out our slips or everything. Of course, like, Kat and I are freaking out because I'm just seeing her. I've only been in New York less than 24 hours. I got in at, like, 1 a.m. the night before. And so, like, we're just having fun talking. They're announcing the names, announcing the names, announcing the names. And then they go, okay, uh, we have four standing room tickets and one seat left. So this next one, it'll be two seats. One will be in the front row and one will be standing room. You guys can search the intermission. You can figure out how you want to do this. And then, then they go, and we have two more standing room seats. We're like, okay. So then he pulls out the sheet of paper. And Kathleen had written in, like, a bright purple pen. And he pulls out the sheet of paper, and I just see the bright purple. And she had, like, colored it in and, like, decorated it. And I turn around and look at her, and she shakes her head. And I thought she was shaking her head to indicate, no, that's not mine. And I was like, oh. And I turn around. And then she goes, call us. And she shakes me. She goes, that's mine. And they go, Kathleen Weston? And I just, like, lose it. I just, like, scream. (laughs) Wait, what? And so, like, I turn around to her, and I was like, I can't, I'm so short. I was like, I probably won't be able to see standing room. And she's like, you won't. And I was like, can I have the seat? Granted, she has seen it many times. Right. And she was like, yes, of course. And I was like, I'll pay for like, because when they do standing room, standing rooms are 40. Right. And then 
tickets are ten. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I'll pay the fifty dollars. It's fine. Yeah, right, right, right. totally. Did she so, say yeah, what? Because actually, before we started recording, I Bianca and I were talking about what where the standing room seats are. Com- are, are they behind the last row of the orchestra? Uh, I think so. I didn't even like. I couldn't even see where she was. But there's like, if they are, there's like a bar or something. So yeah. like, I couldn't see. And right. She was like, no, it's hard. She's like, there are time things you don't see, and it's like a little bit difficult. Yeah. And so, um, so yes, yeah, so that's where that was. So then I got to go that time, and that was like super cool because like, again, this sounds so braggy, but it was super fun for me because I didn't tell any that I had won, like, any of the cast. Right. And so, like, it was really fun for me to sit there in the front row and watch them all realize that I was there. That is amazing. Because so, Lynn comes out and Alexander Hamilton, he's singing, and I see him look at me, and then I'm like, I does he realize? And so then he's, like, going around, and then at one part, I can't remember if it was after my shot. It, it must have been right after my shot. It's kind of, like, chaos in the are going off stage and it's mm-hmm. kind of crazy and so he just like bends down and he like points to me and he just goes squad and then he goes back and like does his thing are what? you serious that's amazing he is so interactive with the people that win the lottery i wouldn't know because i haven't seen it and i don't know anything about it but that's fine um no i'm just kidding uh but, 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 but what what twitter tells me and what he's so nice about is, like it, it's all of them are because uh i mean i noticed that as well because i won the lottery yeah. Well, um, once, and um, I, I, I did notice that, like, a lot of times, like, I've sat in front rows before, and a lot of times they don't look down, because they're, they're right. looking up and out, obviously, but right. I did notice a lot of people, like, scanning the front row, and just, like, yeah, kind of taking, like, like, the temperature like, of everyone. Guys the front row. Oh, it's so fun. And what's the protocol with, um, so I know when I win the lottery, <laughs> um, how much can you rock out? We talked about this a little bit, but we didn't get I into it. I heard you guys it. talk about this, and I was like, think about what I would say. Yeah. When I was there and they were doing it, um, there was a boy, and I now follow him on Twitter because he's so adorable. He was like, he was front row center, and I don't know his real name, but his name on Twitter is like the quiet best friend or something. And he literally looks like a mini David Diggs. Like he has the hair, and he's just like so adorable. And you could tell during my shifts, he got so hyped. He was, like, sitting there, and he was, like, like just bouncing along with it. And usually, something like that would bug shit on <laughs> Right. I, so, my mom's an opera singer. So, oh, that's cool. Um, I grew up, like, going to, like, I basically grew up in, like, musical theater and opera. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I remember one time we were watching Phantom of the Opera. And we were watching it. I think we were in New York, and I was sitting. I was young. I must have been like five years old. I'm sitting on my mom's lap, watching it, and um, she was singing "Think of Me." And I think I turned around to my mom and said, "When is the Phantom gonna come out?" Or <laughs> and my mom, bless her heart, squeezed my hands so hard and goes, "Be quiet." And I was like, "Okay." And so, like, I was silent. Like the rest of that performance, I was like, "I'm gonna. My mom's gonna kill me." So, like, I've always been of the mind, like, you said to me, you are quite. Absolutely, But yeah. then, like, seeing this kid do that, like, it was so, like, endearing. And you could tell he was just so hype, and he loves David so much. And, like, that's a great song. And I feel like so, there's an age uh, limit, though. Because when Ashley told the story, when she sang along at Guys and Dolls for, like, four seconds, yeah, <laughs> she was young. I, I feel like there's a stage limit. If they were like, who is this grown woman <laughs> right. rapping along? Yeah, or I trying her say, best to rap along. Like, like bouncing 
is good. Like getting ex- like physically okay. excited is great. Singing along, I wouldn't. I would no. I would never. Like I don't. I mean, never ever. I'm just wondering, like, how much movement. Yeah, people are like bouncing and like you can tell people are like grooving in their seats. And okay. then I caught myself during Guns and Ships mouthing the word. No, it wasn't Guns and Ships. It was Right Hand Man. I caught myself mouthing the words, and then I saw Lynn look at me mouthing the words, and I was like. All right, sorry, bud. Sorry, my bad. I'm quiet now. When, <laughs> when Leslie was on, um, I think it was Seth Meyers, they played a really long version of The Room Where It Happens. They played, Which I cannot find online anywhere. Th- those those three-minute Broadway.com clips, I, oh. live, I lived on them. They were like food for yeah. me. But when I was watching it, because my husband is is very excited to see it. He's a history nerd and a, and a hip-hop junkie. But right. he's not listening to it because he really wants to experience it. So he's watched a couple. He watched, like, the 60 Minutes with me. And right, I showed right. him. I said, oh, I want to see Leslie on this. And, two like, two seconds into the clip, he goes, well, can you stop? I can't hear it. I didn't know I was singing. Oh, no. I had no idea. I was like, what? And he goes, you're singing. All-. I was like, oh, I had no idea. And then I, that's when I realized, have I been doing this all around New York City? Am I singing and not realizing it? There's no way. I, maybe because I was home and I felt I was on my own turf and I felt comfortable. I don't know. Right. Well, I have the big problem where I'm just always, when I'm listening to it, I just start dancing. Like, I was dancing oh. down supermarket aisles one day. Of course. How are you? People were looking at me and I was like, mm, sorry. They don't get it. I did it. Like, it's infectious, though. So I have, like, two, I have three quick stories. So Oh, my God. This I, is amazing. The soundtrack, like, four days after the soundtrack dropped, I was blasting Satisfied in my car because I will say on record right now that is my favorite song so I was blasting it and I'm driving and I pull up to my friend's apartment and I'm parking my windows are down so I roll them up and get out of my car this girl probably my age is like coming around the other side of my car and she stops and she goes was that Hamilton? <gasps> and it's like four days after the soundtrack and I go yes and she goes I'm obsessed and I was like me too and I was like great okay so like that happened and I was like oh it's spreading <laughs> and this was, this was in LA? what's that? that was in LA? Yeah, that was in L.A. That's awesome. Great. So it's also in L.A. My best friend in the world, um, her name's Mia. We've been best friends. We were in third grade. Hi, Mia. Hi, Mia. Hi, Mia. Um, she was driving down the street one day blasting Hamilton, and she stops at a stoplight, and her windows are down. And this middle-aged man, who you would not suspect, leans out of his window and goes, yeah, Hamilton, blast it. And what? Mia, That's so cute. Mia turns, and he brings out his phone case, and he has a phone case that says Hamilton down the side of it. I don't know what else it says, but it says it's a Hamilton phone case. And she goes, do you know Hamilton Squad? And he goes, duh, of course. That's my best friend. You're super famous. The world is so weird. The world is so weird. It's funny, like, the influence that this show has. Totally. So, circling back to you singing it out loud, um, my best friend, his name's Chris, and he is not a musical theater person. Um, he tolerates it like he saw Les Mis. He listened <laughs> to Les Mis for like two weeks when it came out, and he like he he tolerates my love of things. But like anything I love, I tend to get very passionate about. He calls it my youth and enthusiasm. And so, um, and so we're like, uh, I was at his. I, I've been at his apartment, and I will not even catch myself just under my breath. I'll just be like, I'm taking this off the rain, a red coat, red blood stains, I'm like, yeah, and I'm never gonna stop until I make a drum. And I'll be like, doing it, and then he'll go, hey. And I go, what? And he goes, you're singing again. And I go, yeah. And he goes, stop singing Hamilton. I go, you don't know that it was Hamilton. <laughs> yes. And he goes, Hollis. And he looks at me, and I was like, 
it maybe was Hamilton. Yes, but I will try and stop. But yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't think it was. <laughs> like you're Hamiltoning like, again. Please stop. You're Hamiltoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to stick around and get into some of the book with us? Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. I have it right here. I reread the chapter. All right. Thanks. Already. Thank you for yeah. that. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, I didn't want you to think that you had like homework. No, no. For this. I'm like I'm like such a. Uh, like a, what's the word? Not like a, because I, I wasn't an A-based student at all, but no, I'm like ready. I'm like underlined passages I'm like ready for. I'm like so ready for What? It. Amazing. All right. No, I love it. I'm okay. so Well, That's thank you for doing this. I, I love that. So we're, um, we're up to chapter six for everyone following along at home. It's called A Frenzy of Valor, and it's basically stay alive and the Ten Dual Commandments, essentially. Yes. There's a lot of Charles Lee. We get into all of Charles Lee, the Battle of Monmouth. Uh, Lee was court-martialed, and there's a lot of stuff about uh, the love between him and Lawrence. There was. I'm so jazzed. I love. I love that. You I love all that. Okay. All right. Let's start with that. Uh, so I, when I've seen it twice, I remember. I think it's in your first podcast. You guys talk about, and I'm like, I want to talk to them about this. So you guys talk about, like, I think I can't remember, but someone said. Like, oh, they don't show that much of the love between, like, Lawrence and, and Hamilton on stage. I think they do. Like, if you watch subtly and watch when you go in September, um, there's, like, one moment where, and not to, like, spoil, I'm not trying to, like, be some spoilers. There are a couple moments where you'll see, like, Lynn and Anthony, like, touching when they don't really need to. Okay. Or, like, long looks. Like, I would say, well, like, it's definitely, like, subtext, mm. but in my opinion, it's there. Well, someone asked... I'm going to have to pay more attention to that, because the times that... Because I saw it at the public theater, and then I saw it the one right. time on Broadway, so I didn't have any of this previous knowledge, and I was just exactly. so excited to be there exactly. that I wasn't really looking for any, like, underlying thing. Like, I didn't know, if I didn't know about their relationship, I would just be like, oh, that's... They're touchy-feely, but, like, after learning about it, I'm like, oh, they very, very, very subtly... Very subtly. And yeah. I, I read on Twitter, too. I feel like everyone's going to think, like, that's where I get all my information. I'm really not on Twitter that much, I swear. But I saw... Oh, Lynn, please, I'm on it all the time. Um, so. Someone said... Well, I'm on the Hallowcast because everyone has been so nice and amazing with us. But um, Lynn said... Someone asked him if the... Uh, Lawrence, I like you a lot, was right. a little nod to this well, relationship. And he said, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, at so least, we're just going to put it out there because I like you. I like you a lot. More well, than, maybe more than a friend. He right. loved right. him. He said, okay, so in these letters, he yes. said, I love you. He, uh, Chernow says that he was basically acting like a jealous lover sometimes. Like, Lawrence wouldn't write back enough. Right, and yeah. he'd, he'd say, like, like, where I are you? You guys read the book all the way through. No, no we're just doing chapter we're, going, we're, like, legit going chapter by chapter. That's smart. Okay, so later in the book, you learn, it must be, like, the next two chapters or something, because I think the next chapter is when he meets Eliza. It is. But, uh, so, <laughs> you learn that, like, Alex, like, almost, like, withheld the information from Lauren. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We've, read, we've read the next chapter as well so far. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. there's... Like, a lot of um, their, you know, I love you, and the jealous lover thing I thought was very interesting, that he was mad that Lawrence wasn't writing fast enough, and it's like, Ham, you are the fastest, like, don't you know who you people are, Ham? Like, you, you, people can't keep up with you at all, in general, right. at all. So give the, on, give the love of your on, life some yeah, slack. Yeah, he gets on Eliza for that, too, at one point. He does. Yeah. I don't remember if it's in the books or if it's or if I'm just a psycho who like looked up all the letters between them. But like he gets out and he's like, uh, excuse me, it has been thirty days since you've written. <laughs> yeah. But oh I God. think she was like mad at him. I can't remember why, but she like purposely wasn't writing him enough. 
enough. Mm. And I'm like, girl, got game. Yeah, like, she's oh, badass. I, I respond to texts from boys I like within like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so she's, I like, I have no chill. And yeah. I'm like, damn, good for her. Like Lawrence and Eliza playing the long game. Totally. Like, and, and I like too how Chernow said that, I don't know, I guess it was one of Ham's sons or someone that was taking oh, yes, all of his letters. Yeah, the they were like, Yeah, he's like, do not publish all of this. And they yeah. crossed stuff out and said, I must not publish the whole of this. So I don't even know what it was they crossed out, but it must have been pretty scandalous. Some, what would you call it? It's not like sexting. Well, I think it's just sort of like, we talked about this earlier too, how I personally don't think it matters one way one way or the other, but I think it's so hard to go through what they went through and not have any affection for these people that there are only a handful of people that can really understand how hard it is. And I mean, of course you would have this affection and love and desire to, to hear from this person that is so far away and it takes so long to hear back from them to begin with. I mean, I, I get it. See, I'm of the camp. I'm convinced old Alex was bisexual and only, and we don't have to get like super into it, but only because also they, like in this chapter, Chernow talks about how he did like all that research on like the Roman times and like things yes. that happened, like yeah. all the sexual things yeah, that happened then. Part. And I was like, I bet he was of the mindset, like I bet he was bisexual and he was kind of of the mindset, like yeah, it's frowned upon, but I'm still gonna like, I'm not gonna hide kind of how I feel. Because like I, and I guess I could be different, I have trouble telling my friends that are just my friends how much I love them. With uh, And I have no way of being like, no way can I ever come up with, where is it? You should have not taken advantage of my sensibility to steal into my affections without my consent. Like, that is beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I cannot imagine. I like, I like tell my friends, like, get home safe. And, like, that's my way <laughs> of saying I love you rather than... Yeah. And just, you know, I, I say I have, have a friend, um, James, who says I appreciate you and I think that that is such an all-encompassing thing to say to somebody and a friend um so sometimes he'll just because uh he's incredibly good friends with my husband Mike they knew each other first um but he will just say you know like Mikey I appreciate you and that means so much Mm -hmm. it means I love you I respect you that's beautiful yeah I like um so he's and James is very into gratitude and things like that hi James you're awesome I love you um (laughs) I'm best friend in James too hi James hi James um but yeah I think it's it's partly that and if he was bisexual cool whatever I think also though because there's always the dichotomy of the two different types of women that he was obviously very attracted to um yeah so this chapter mentions the the pay book that he kept that he wrote several notes in and it would kind of go back and forth between like financial systems and like the the beginnings of what that was all going to become and then his notes on what he read from from plutarch which right. they describe the, these uh bizarre whipping of women yeah. rituals that were very sexual and also women for some strange reason thought this was going to help their fertility and conception i don't really know where yeah, that comes that from weird being a woman yeah. i don't think that works Mm-mm. i don't think it's how it works nah, but that, nope. <laughs> not a doctor but i'm gonna go ahead not and a doctor yeah no <laughs> but it, he was always i think very torn between these two different sides of his personality so like i think his kid and his ego yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> and, and turnout Tr- <laughs> said too like if you ever, for anyone reading this book, it's no surprise that he would not only be a scholar, a treasury secretary, but also 
the person in the first political sex scandal because that was his whole journal. His mm-hmm. daily journal was how can we fix this country and make money and also let's get busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it was just like very like it's that it's that like temperament. Like he had that like fiery temperament of like shooting off and like being no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, like, <laughs> being like you know kind of wild and things like that. So I feel like that just like kind of forms right along with it, with yeah. the, the Alexander we've come to know and love. Um, can we talk about the duel real quick? Yeah. The Lawrence. Because I also love, before we get into it, the reason Ham didn't go and didn't fight in the duel, in the show he makes it seem like, I can't disrespect direct Watch orders, it. I can't yeah. do that. But here's why, for those of you who didn't read it, um, he couldn't because he picked too many fights with someone so affectionately called Bacon Face. That was his nickname. <laughs> Sam, he, Samuel Chase. Sam, that name, right? Yeah, Sam Chase. I think I like Bacon Face better. Poor Bacon <laughs> Face. Rhymes. But yeah, he couldn't do it because he was just like, he. at this point, Ham was ranting and raving about what Congress needed to do. And he was right about it. They were, they were printing all of this money, $240 million. The dollar was completely depreciated. There was nothing. Stay Alive is actually a, a fairly accurate description of how bad everything was. No one was taking money. So he was, he was really picking all these fights in the papers with this guy. So he kind of had to step back a little. It wouldn't be a good look for him to then pick another fight with another guy, even though Charles Lee totally deserved it. Right. So right. that's why he didn't go in the duel. It wasn't necessarily this Love disobeying. Thing. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, yeah. that's also the the duel is also where, uh, as we've said, you know, the show does take a, a you know a good amount of creative license, obviously with the story. Of course, right. for, like for, for obvious reasons, wasn't Lee second, second yeah. right? When I I was like, oh snap, okay, yeah. Um, so uh, obviously it makes sense, and we get it. I mean, we don't really care about the other guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad. Like reading when I read this the first time. So I read this when I went to New York in the fall, and I was like, this will be great. Like it'll really put me in the mood. Like. I feel so bad for the forgotten, like, people who were, like, so big in Ham's life and, like, such, like, his best friends, like, after the war is over and everything. I'm like, these poor people are probably, like, in the afterlife being like, yeah, <laughs> fucking musical, Alexander. Yeah. Where's my song? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I say that, too. I think in the last episode, I, I was saying, I said someone's name wrong or I corrected it and I apologized to them. And Bianca was like, why do you? I was like, I don't know. I just want to respect everyone. They're yeah. in the book. They played some kind of role. And I just, you know, you can't have everyone and everything in the show. And sometimes it just makes sense to have Burr be someone second. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to, like, in the and same that's way cool. that it wasn't. It wasn't Jefferson, Madison, and Burr who, uh, like, confronted Alex about mm-hmm. the Reynolds pamphlet, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, Madison did, like, really fuck it up, but it's, uh, you guys will get there. That's, like, my favorite chapter. The Very Reynolds exciting. pamphlet is, like, my favorite chapter of the book. I don't know why I just find it so fascinating. Uh, yeah. There's also the, the, the mention that Charles Lee wanted to keep fighting. Like, oh, right. yeah. he, he wasn't like, ah, yeah, I yield. No, he wanted to keep going, and they were like, no, we're going to stop this. No, you crazy yeah. person. You crazy person. Because he, he was super, super arrogant, and he was really annoyed that Washington didn't agree with him about if they should be fighting or retreating, and he was just like a little, like, meh. Like, he was a wimp and a jerk, but super arrogant. Yeah, he was just a brat. He, he was, was a, a brat, total definitely. brat. Although but, I will say, I envy him in the sentence where... Uh, I underlined it where to go. It talks about how Charles Lee 
always had like a pack of dogs with us. We were just talking about um, this. We was been quarrelsome eccentric bachelors, spoke four foreign languages, had lost two fingers in an Italian duel, and traveled everywhere with this pack of dogs and heels. We were like, just talking what? about that we before we recorded. <laughs> Five minutes before we started Skyping you, we were like, don't make us like you. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Having a pack of dogs sounds awesome. I'd love that. <laughs> and I would love for it to be so widely accepted that, like, I just show up places with a pack of dogs and people are like, that's Holly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there she is. That, that would dogs be, I would, tow. you know what, let's bring it back. <laughs> let's bring it back. Okay, we'll just have packs of dogs traveling. I have two dogs. I'm on my way to a pack. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also one of those people, I believe that, I have dreams about all the dogs that I've had which are now too many that have passed away. And after they, I only dream about the dogs that I've had after they die. Oh. So I feel, and I oh. feel like I've like still tripped over some of them and they're not here. Like I just feel like they're near me wow. all the time. So if I go to a psychic and they don't see dogs around me, I know that they're full of it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I have, I travel in a pack. I'm telling you, I do. That's awesome. That's like we just like lost Harry 50 Potter listeners. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's true. I have like my little, my little paw necklace. I'm, I'm into it. I have, I, a, I have a dog bone tattooed on my ankle. There you like go. I'm in it, oh guys. Man, I gotta step up my game. I have a Hamilton tattoo. But like, what? Yeah. Sidetrack. What is it? It's a comma. Oh, I saw oh, when you posted yes. that. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Um, so, I 23 is my lucky number. And so, when I hit 23,000 followers, the day I hit 20, so, um, Angelica is my favorite character. Renee is the only cast member I have yet to meet. Like, oh. it breaks my heart. Yeah. She follows me on Instagram, and she's, like, so sweet. She likes, like, everything I post, whether or not she's tagged in it. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so obsessed with her. So she's the only one I haven't met just because, like, it just hasn't worked out. Like, the first time I was there, she was talking to – was there the same night? First night in October, Bob Saget was there the same night I was there. Mm. And so um, she was talking to him, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to interrupt. And then the second night I just – the second time I saw it, I just couldn't find her. But anyways – so I hit 23,000 followers, and it was Angelica's birthday on the same day. And so I was like, I've been, like, thinking about getting this tattoo for a while, but I was like, all right, today's the day. Yeah, no, I like, like that I one. got it. That's a, that's a good tattoo, common middle of a phrase. Yeah. I, like it. yeah, I think it's thank great. You. Thank you. And I, like, tried to explain it. I, like, went to this tattoo place in, like, Echo Park, which is, like, this, like, like really hipstery neighborhood, but my, I was in, like, the kind of, like, worst worst part of Echo Park, and so, like, it was just a bunch of, I, like, walked in, and I was like, no one here is gonna know Hamilton. Like, I just knew immediately. So I'm, like, sitting there, and, like, the girl's, like, getting ready to do my tattoo. She's like, so what's this for? I was like, ah, a musical, and she's like, oh, which one? I'm like, Hamilton, and she's like, I've never heard of it, and I was like, it's about the founding fathers, and she's, like, the biggest dork right It's now. like, when you try to explain it to other people, you're like, one what other tattoo, and it's a very tattoo, and they were like, what's that tattoo for? And I was like, Harry Potter. <laughs> like, Wait, like, what? What house are you in Harry Potter? I'm a Gryffindor. Okay, I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay, what are you? I'm out of this conversation. I'm <gasps> so sorry. I think no. Bianca would be Hufflepuff. What does oh, that mean, guys? Hufflepuff is you're super nice. Oh, okay, thanks. Eliza's a Hufflepuff. I've like spent. Wait, how do you figure this stuff out? I'm I, so out of it. I don't know anything. Well, I was a loser. I, no, I like. I was officially sorted. I was too. Sorted <laughs> I was sorted. I was officially sorted at Pottermore, so and I was really happy because I really wanted to be. I just identify most with Ravenclaw. Oh, I cry. I like cry. So, do you remember how Pottermore did like the beta testing? No. At the very beginning. So they did like beta testing where you had to like 
at random hours, JK would, like, release a clue on, like, a version of a Harry Potter website that you had to, like, find, like, the clue I found was on, like, the Warner Brothers website for Harry Potter, like, four pages in. You'd, like, find the clue and then figure out the clue and then go to the website where it led you and then you were allowed to beta test Pottermore. I'm such a dork. I'm, like, really... Well, I, see, I would have totally been into something, because that's, like, along the lines of when I was super obsessed with Lost and, like, all those ARGs and everything. Like, I was combing everything for Easter eggs and all that yeah. stuff. Like, I just yeah. never got on the whole Harry Potter train, and now I feel like it's Well, crazy. here's the thing. No, it's not, because I only got into it this summer. Oh, really? Because, yes, because Ashley, again, uh, who got me into Hamilton, she was begging me to read Harry Potter for years, and oh I made, made her a promise. I said, once I am finished editing the second season of my web series, The Residuals, now available at theresiduals.tv. Um, what I told her, I said, once I'm done editing that and I can do something for me and I don't feel guilty like I should be working, right. I'll do it. So, like, a week after the screening party, she just texted me and she was like, I hope you didn't forget about your Harry Potter promise. I said, no, oh I didn't. God. So that weekend, I met up with her. She gave me all the books. I read all of them in, like, two months. Then yeah. as uh, I read them. I read a book. Then I passed it along to Mike, and when he was done, we would watch the movie. It's not too late, Bianca. Oh, wow. It's not. It's not. Because I was off and running. I was in 150%. Hey, well, in my defense, I already have a really long book that I'm working my way through at the moment. That's so true. <laughs> okay. that. And I need your help with it. I need you to not. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that's Fair enough. awesome. It's not too late. It's not. So wait, what's your Harry Potter tattoo? Yeah. Okay, so... um. Have you seen any of the movies? I don't want to, like, spoil anything. No, I'm, like, so out of it, guys. It's okay. okay. Well, Talk away. Talk amongst yourselves. So, and, um, so, my dad passed away when I was a freshman in high school. So, uh, this, in the seventh book, Harry's going to, like, fight Voldemort. Oh, my God. I know what it is. I have chills yeah, already. And, uh, uh, he is able to get, like, they're not necessarily ghosts of his parents. They're, um, like, apparitions of his parents. And so, um, he, like, asks his mom. He's like, does it hurt? And she's like, no, it's easier than hurt. Either Sirius or Lily say it's easier than falling asleep. And then he turns to his dad and he goes, you'll stay with me. And his dad says until the very end. So I have. Oh, where you can't really, I can't get it to show, but it's like here. It's on the inside. No, I see it. Hollis, I have such chills. That is so beautiful that you have that. And of course that scene is, and the words are amazing. And JK, I think, is drinking whatever Lynn is drinking. Those two don't sleep. It's they can't sleep. <laughs> they can't be sleeping. I like. I literally don't. And like, even Lynn. So I think he has a time turner. I'm convinced he has to. I'm gonna blow up his spot a little bit right now. So like, when I met, when I saw him the second time, first time I saw him, we didn't get, we didn't have a ton of time to talk. It was like whatever. Second time, um, the stage had kind of like cleared and it was kind of empty, and he came like running up and he gave me a huge hug. And he's like, "Did you hear me say squad?" I was like, "Yes, I knew it was me." And he's like, "Yeah." So we were, like, talking, and he's like, wait, how did you get the front row? And I go, we won the lottery. And he was like, I thought you weren't here yet. And I was like, no, I got in last night. He's like, well, yeah. He's like, oh, I remember you being on the, he's like, yeah, I saw that you were on the plane, and, like, I followed your travels, and I was, like, tweeting about it. And I was like, you asshole. I was like, you have no time. How do you follow me? Like, my, like, dumbass being like, oh, I'm watching happy endings on the plane. (laughs) And so, yeah, he was like, he was like, wait, do you have a ticket? And they're like, do you have a ticket for while you're here? He's like, I knew you were coming to town. And I was like, no. And he's like, you came here just on the whim. You might be able to see the show. And I was like, well, one of the cast members said they might be able to get me like standing room one time. So like, I was like, I was kind of going to see about that, but then this just worked out. And now I have like no pressure on the rest of my trip. I can just like enjoy it and be like, I saw it. I'm, I'm so, that's incredible. 
that you guys are legit friends I mean, and he like, cares about I don't your know travels. how he has the time. I don't either. I, I don't know how about that. There are like seven limbs. I can't even understand how he like manages to converse with anybody on Twitter because it's just like the, the, the rapid fire amount of responses and tweets that, that come to him. Like I would just be like I'd be like, Nope, I'm out. I can't handle all this. And so sometimes much. he does. Sometimes he'll say like every like some idiot ruined the fun. I'm out. Like someone is it will be it's a jerk always or it's just like it's always someone who says something stupid and then he's like, Okay, bye. Why do they to be stupid? Because it's the internet. Yeah. And they can't help themselves. And these kids, these, like, teenagers are vicious. Kids today. Some of these Hamilton teenagers, I will tell you right now, I've gotten, like, my fair share of, like, teenagers who hate me. And I'm like, why? Why? It's so why? illogical. Because you have an awesome life and Ugh. you did something creative and funny. And, and they didn't. That's and all. they didn't. Whatever. But you know what? Once we get those nasty teenagers, we'll, we'll know we've made it at the house. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, once you get the nasty teenager, you're like, oh, there it is. There You're set. Hollis. Thank you so much for this. Oh my God, we we have to wrap up. Hour. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. We really, really appreciate this. This is so awesome. This has yes. really oh been God. a great, anytime, great time. I will come back anytime. Next time like, you're in New York, hit us up. No. Yeah, oh, my God. Um, yeah. will, you, will you do our little ham sign-off with us? Yeah, what is it? Well, how do I not know what it is? I've listened to, like, four of them. We do our little, like, a.ham for, oh, yeah, for whatever your name yeah, is. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, oh my gosh, this was really great. This I can't believe so how much great. time has passed. I can't believe like it. I, I just looked at my phone, and I was like, oh, wow, we have another recording that we have to <laughs> get to. I know. I'm sorry I talked so much. No, this is great. This awesome. Is, and now, this, like, seriously, the next time you're here, let's get grab coffee or whatever. Absolutely. Yes. It's so fun. Absolutely. I will let you guys know next time I'm in the city. It's really dope. Yes. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We are at The Hamilcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, thehamilcast at gmail. I am Jillian with a G. My show is The Residuals. That, I don't go by Jillian with a G. That's just me on social media. That's what I'm at. You can call me Jillian. It's okay. Um, and, yeah. I'm uh, underscore Bianca Jean underscore on Twitter and Instagram. And um, and follow Hamilton Squad. Obviously, yes. you all already do. I know. But you 20, don't over 23,000 followers. What is happening? It's um, crazy. Well, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. I am G.Pen. I'm B.So. H. And I'll say that Andrews it is, but I'll say H. Nice. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.